Welcome to the Wedding Digest by Wedbooker, the podcast that covers the exciting, challenging, and sometimes stressful aspects of planning a wedding, bringing you inspiration and advice from a wedding planner and other industry guests to help you save time, money, and your sanity. Brought to you by wedbooker.com, the place to book your dream wedding team with over 400 professional suppliers and venues at your fingertips. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Digest. I'm Lucy and with me as always is Ali. Hey guys, we know how much you loved our chat with style icon and all-round legend Nadia Fairfax. So today we have another gorgeous bride-to-be as the guest on the pod, the beautiful Talia Jamelli. Yeah, Talia is a model, influencer and mum to the gorgeous Sophie who is just shy of her first birthday. Talia is also engaged to one of Australia's best-known NRL players, Tom Burgess, who is currently playing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Tally has been very open about wanting to keep the date and location of her wedding on the down low, but she shares with us some details she hasn't shared publicly before and also gives us her top wedding planning tips. Yeah, we know you will get so much from our chat with Talia. She's honestly the most down-to-earth person and I think just the ultimate dream bride to work with. So enjoy. Talia, thank you so much for joining us. I know you had to juggle Sophie's sleeps and Tom's (laughs) training sessions to squeeze us in. So thank you so, so much. We're super excited to have you on the podcast. We're dying to know all your tips and everything because you've been planning this wedding since you got engaged to your beautiful (laughs) fiancé, Tom Burgess. Now that engagement happened at the end of last year. So I guess we must start by asking, how did you meet your fiancé, Tom? Where did it all begin? Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me on. Um, It has been a bit of whirlwind year so um tom and i we met we actually met through instagram that is so 21st century did he slide into your dms (laughs) slid into my dms we um we had a lot of beautiful friends and we still do and so obviously we were following each other it was just one of those things and i was living in london and he messaged me and he said i'm coming to london i would love to take you out for dinner and i was like sure I don't know who you are but we'll go out for dinner and um, we have a few friends in common I said what date are you flying to London and he's like I'm flying on this day and I was like this is really awkward but I'm actually moving back to Australia that day and so we literally flew at the same time we crossed paths in the air and I didn't hear from him for two months that was it and then he came back he came back from London and the day that he came back I heard from him and he said would you like to come over for dinner I said okay that'd be nice and he's like well while you're at it can you get a bag of ice and a maxi bond and can you bring dinner to me because I've injured myself getting off the plane from London (laughs) (laughs) I think I was the only person available to go around and bring him ice that's the only reason we actually got to meet each other (laughs) and then a week later I was driving him to his surgery so (laughs) a romantic start (laughs) yeah really unconventional really unconventional and then 2019 was a huge year for you both like firstly you welcomed your beautiful daughter Sophie in August and then Tom actually proposed at the end of the year can you tell us about the magical proposal well it was definitely something that we had spoken about obviously because we had our beautiful little girl um and I kind of thought it was on the cards wasn't really holding my breath for it um we went away for new year's eve and we're on a beautiful farm it's where we had one of our first holidays together and i remember one night just before we had dinner he was being really weird and he was like we've got to go see this thing we've got to go see this thing and i was like all right all right sure so we get on this quad bike and i was like oh 
I wonder if he's going to propose. And I looked in his pockets. There was nothing like sticking out. And I was like, oh, maybe he just really wants to throw me something on his quad bike. So we go and he shows me the most beautiful sunset in one of the most like beautiful places. There was a beautiful chair there. And um, yeah, I remember being like, you have to take a photo, Tom. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just sit on the chair. And I was like, what are you talking about? Take photos of me. Like I need a good photo. The sunset's stunning. And he's like, just sit on the chair. And I was like, but I don't want to. I want you to take a photo of me. Why are you being so weird about it? And eventually I was like, fine, if I'm not going to get my photo, I'll sit on the chair then. And then I sit on the chair and then that's when he proposed. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So we went, we, we went back and we, um, we had like friends there and, and Tom's mom. So we got to celebrate and have dinner with everyone. So it was really lovely. I love that. He was shaking and sweating. I was like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> you know what the end is going to be. <laughs> so not long after that, you celebrated your engagement. So I think that was in February, just prior to COVID and lockdown period. So, and the photos just looked incredible of that. You had a white party and, and we love it. If you guys haven't seen uh, the pictures from Talia's engagement, do check it out on her Instagram page. But following the engagement, obviously everything went into lockdown and the world really changed. What was that like for you guys? Because I can imagine, you know, with Tom's intense football commitments and travel, it must be quite hard to find that time together where you can sit down and plan a wedding so has this period allowed you and Tom that opportunity and time to plan your big day I would love to say yes but I have been Mm -hmm. begging him for a month for a list of people for the wedding and I'm still waiting for it so (laughs) no I got more out of him at the start of the year than I have during lockdown um we did kind of sit down at the beginning of our engagement and work out what was a priority and and what we kind of wanted on our big day. And so he told me all of his ideas and I'm just the executor. So I just need that list. I just need that list of people he wants to invite. So I have my numbers. (laughs) So you don't even have numbers yet? No, we haven't locked in a number yet because this has probably been one of our, out of the whole wedding, this has probably been our biggest stress because we obviously can't invite everyone. We would love to invite everyone. It's why we had a massive engagement party. But between Tom and I, we have really big families and really big friendship groups and our venue just doesn't have the capacity. So that has probably been one of our biggest struggles is trying to work that out. Do you have a cap? What's your number? So our cap has to be 140. Yeah, we have a lot of close, like we have big families. You know, I've got two sisters. Tom's got three brothers. Then they've got children. And then I've got eight, I've got, I've got six nieces and nephews myself. Tom's got seven. Wow. It just adds up. Oh. Adds up so quickly. You think 140 is a lot, but on paper, it's, it's it, not. It, the number gets so high. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, that's, so we did have a big engagement party and we invited a lot. We had 110 people at our engagement party. We had it in the backyard. Wow. We had a food truck. We had a jumping castle, but we invited a lot, a lot of our friends that we would love to celebrate with on our wedding day, but just don't have the ability to have them there. So we'll have more family on our wedding than we did friends um, on our wedding day. So it was really, that was really special. And we found that our friends have been really understanding and really supportive about the situation that we've been. They've either been in it before or they're just really good friends that 
made a predicament we're in. Yeah, yeah, I think if you're open with them, then they can't understand. Other than culling your guest list down to the 140, what have been some of the other stressful elements for you in the wedding planning? Or have you found the whole thing to be quite easy? The biggest stress for us was setting a date. We can't just pick any date of any, uh, you know, any time of the year. So we really had to go through Thomas football schedule, the international schedule. When could grand finals be? When could this date be? Um, so we were left with like two or three dates. We locked it in as soon as we knew. That was probably the biggest stress. So getting that in was took away a lot of pressure. But we also, for us, we got a wedding planner. We did. We, we, we've hired a wedding planner and that's been a really big, you know, taking a lot of weight off our shoulders, especially when we've got a child. So our priority at home is our family and not so much the wedding. And we wanted to make sure that that was our focus the whole time, was focusing on the things that we needed to focus on at home. Yeah, such a good idea. And I think if you know it's going to be a big event and you know you both live such busy schedules, having a planner from day one will just relieve so much of that stress. Now, you oh. said before getting, finding the date to work around both your busy schedules. Me as a planner, I then go, how lucky were you that your venue was available on one of those two dates? Was that right? You had two dates and the venue was just available? Yeah. We honestly, we picked, the minute we got engaged, I said, Tom, we need to pick a date and we need to pick a venue because if we don't lock it in now, we will probably miss out. So we were just, I think, really really fortunate that we found a venue and the dates work that was I think pure luck and then obviously we booked everything and then COVID hit so everyone's had to postpone or move their weddings so Mm. I think we just we just got really lucky with timing so does that mean then uh your wedding date was never or isn't under threat of of the COVID restrictions no, not at this stage. Not at this stage that we know of. I feel like it's always forever changing. Hopefully not. <laughs> I don't need that as <laughs> well. So when it came to your wedding planner, how much say did you have in, you know, the style of your big day? And how much did you sort of just leave up to the wedding planner and put your trust in them? To be honest, we have left a lot up to our wedding planner. Pinterest has been probably one of the biggest things that I've used my entire wedding. Um, And we kind of just sent everything off in a Pinterest board that she's a part of. And so, look, we're really, Tom and I are really relaxed. And for us, this isn't so much about a wedding. It's just about a big celebration. We obviously made the biggest commitment to each other when we had Sophie. And so now we just want to celebrate with all our friends and family. Um, So I've left it mostly up to the wedding planner. I do like a bit of a surprise myself. You're a dream bride for a planner. That (laughs) would just sound the best. (laughs) Can you mention who your your wedding planner is? Do you want to give her a shout out? I would love to. But we are just trying to keep this, the date and the location just really private um, if we can, just so that we can enjoy the day with our family and friends and not have to worry about any media and stuff like that um, on the day. We just really want to celebrate with our family and friends. So Okay. So... Obviously, as a model, you've, um, you know, you've worn some incredible dresses. Do you have a clear vision or style in mind for your wedding dress or have you already found the one? Um, I haven't found the one just yet. And you would honestly think that the more wedding dresses I've tried on, the easier it is. That is not the case because it just means I've been shown more options and more options are not necessarily a good thing. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting to try on a few dresses. Obviously, things kind of were put on hold with COVID. So I'm waiting to try on a few dresses from a few different designers. I haven't really nailed that yet. I am working with a stylist because one of the biggest stresses for me was styling my bridesmaids and myself and trying to find something for the groomsmen as well. 
So I'm working with um, a stylist called Lydia Jane Saunders and we have known each other for years. We've known each other from the um, industry. So she is helping me style all my bridesmaids dresses, which I'm really excited about because I've got four different bridesmaids, four different personalities and four different body types. So I want them to be really happy. And then she's going to help me try on a few dresses as well. So Amazing. Well, the toughest thing for you, I think, is that you're just so stunning that everything (laughs) just looks great on you. (laughs) I think as well, my body my body's obviously changed so much since having a baby. So I think what I thought might look good and what I might feel comfortable in might actually not be what I end up going for. And I think a lot of the brides I've spoken to have said they went for dresses that they didn't necessarily think they were going to go for. Um, So I'm looking forward to trying on a few different styles. I've kind of got an idea of what I want, but I am hoping to have a wedding dress and a reception dress. So a little little bit more wedding for the ceremony and a little bit more party for the reception. Love that. So would you have any tips for any brides-to-be that are listening? Would you say try on as many dresses as you can or would you say try on less because there are way too many options out there? Yeah, I would say try on a few different styles, even if they're not necessary styles that you would go for. But once you've found the dress, stop looking. Do not look any further because you'll yeah. always end up finding something else that you might like. Once you've found the dress, you've found the dress. And do you know what style you have in mind? Like are you, are you thinking something more whimsical and, and boho or something a little bit more structured? This is my dilemma right now because there's dresses that I love that are really like beautiful lace kind of dresses. And then there's very structured dresses. I was like, I just need to try it on to work out which one's going to make me feel the most comfortable on my wedding day. I think that's the biggest thing is feeling comfortable. Yeah, totally. Oh, I can't wait to, to see what you've chosen. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had like, I wish I could say this is what I'm wearing and this is who I'm wearing, but it has been, I've been scrolling and Googling and looking on websites. I think I've like looked on every wedding designer in Australia's um, page. So I think I just need to try on a dress. I need to start trying yeah. them on. So on that, I mean, obviously you have your stylist then. Um, how else have you gone about selecting your trusted beauty team for the day like your makeup artist hairstylist do you have you know your go-to people or has that been a little bit tricky to narrow down Um, for you look anyone that I've chosen that I've worked with was going to do an amazing job I definitely have I went through their Instagram pages and worked out what style wasn't only just going to suit me but also my bridesmaids I just want them to feel as comfortable on the day as I'm going to feel um and so I'm really happy with the people that I've chosen and they are just through people in the industry that I've worked with before working in the industry that I've worked in for 10 years I think allowed me a lot of opportunities and a lot of people I've got a lot of contacts um that I can utilize. So I feel like that pressure's kind of been taken off me because I'm just no, just no. <laughs> yeah, spoiled for choice. Any, um, can you give any shout out? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like there are going to be so many couples listening being like, Talia, please share your list because I don't know where <laughs> Your book of contacts. <laughs> I have said literally the day after I get married, I will share everything like nothing will be kept a secret including my photographer the location my wedding planner my makeup artist nothing 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 we can't wait (laughs) I feel like the team that I've chosen including my photographer I'm so excited for my wedding day so there obviously are so many other suppliers that make a big wedding day come to life one of them is the photographer like florists and musicians 
Have you chosen them based off people, again, you've worked with before? Did you already know who they were going to be or has that been something you've learnt on your wedding planner for? No, it's it's been people that I've known, you know, who I've known and want to work with. Um, there's a few things, a few style, like florists, wedding cake, things like that I did lean a lot on um for my wedding planner and musicians. I think we're going to get our friend to DJ for us, which is going to be really cool. Um, And one of our friends to MC for us as well, because we really want them to be a part of our wedding day. Do you have Tom's brothers on the MC list? Oh, no, we actually don't. They're going to be just enjoying (laughs) the party too much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. They're going to be having, they're going to be having way too much fun. They don't want to be MCing. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) George, I think is going to be, obviously he's Tom's, twin he'll be best man I've got my sister one of my sisters is maid of honor um I'm looking forward to hearing those speeches actually I'm looking forward to hearing my sister speak and hearing what they've got to say I'm a bit nervous it's (laughs) one of the best weddings do you have a videographer as well to record it all so you can watch it back oh yes a videographer was a must when I was speaking to other brides they said that either their biggest regret was not having yeah. a wedding um, for a videographer. Or that was me. The, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Well, Sophie is obviously going to be a big part of our day and I want her to look back on it as well when she's grown up. So, yeah, yeah maybe on her wedding day she can look at our wedding video and see, see herself in it. Oh, it's such a beautiful thing to have. So be able, to be able to look back at all the things that you miss on the wedding day, um, yeah, it would be really special for us to watch back. All right, so as someone who has been a guest at so many amazing and incredible events around you know Sydney and elsewhere in in your opinion what are the top three things that are critical to making an amazing event or in this case a wedding this was actually probably one of the easiest things that Tom and I could come up with they will we both came up with the same things and for us the top three things are food good food and not going hungry so an abundance of food good drinks, like good alcohol and good entertainment. Always got to have a good DJ, some good music to get up and dance with. Having all your friends, get up, dance, have a few drinks. That's the best thing. Do you have a theme for your food? Like is there any, any type of cuisine? It's not a theme, but we're doing sharing. Sharing is caring. So that's such a good way to do it, especially with so many big men because every guy can have twice as much as everyone else and the girls who are just going to nibble it works I I love a share plate I think everyone walks away so full and content I personally not um an alternate plate kind of person because I always look at the other person and think hey I want what you're having um (laughs) so and for us sharing as well just means that people can start talking to each other and it creates conversation as well around the table and that's really important for us you know not just for our wedding, but even at home, we love having a meal together as a family. So so then what would be your top tips for any brides that are listening today um, and that might be at the beginning of their wedding planning journey? So for us, like one of the first things we did was we worked out a budget and then we added 10% onto that budget yeah. because Smart. no one sticks to a budget. Um, and also to remember, you know, you get so caught up in in choosing your dress and, and choosing this that it can, can, can become quite stressful. But you need to stop and remember why you're having your wedding day and what the most important thing at that wedding day is. And that's, you know, committing to your partner. Don't worry if things don't go according to plan. They end up being the best stories anyway. That's so true. <laughs> are you guys getting married in a church? Like, is are you going 
um, down that sort of path? No, no church, very much relaxed outdoors. My sister, my sister had a Greek wedding and I remember having to sit through that for a couple of hours and I vowed then that I'd never get married. (laughs) (laughs) And I just have another question. The rabbitos, they're all so close. How, like, are you expecting a whole football team of boys to be at your wedding? Because that's a a whole other like level of food catering that would be required. Do you now see my dilemma with numbers? Like that's a yes. whole football team plus, plus partners. Um, oh, yeah. There's Look, if we need security, I've definitely got enough big people surrounding us um, <laughs> to cover that. And I feel sorry for anyone that has to share a plate with them. <laughs> I know. They will probably have to make a stop at Macca's on the way home. Oh, yeah. No, we'll have to do like snack bites or something at the end because they will. I've seen those boys eat. If they eat anything like Tom, we I shop twice a week for that boy just for him oh. Oh mind, so. <laughs> and what about you mentioned like alcohol being so important do you guys have a special drink of like choice this was this was actually really fun so tom's a big tequila drinker he loves tequila so one of our cocktails is going to be chili margaritas Yum. Um, yes and i love bellinis i love peach bellinis so we're going to have peach bellinis oh beautiful yes. what a combination so, two cocktails the thomas margarita and i have to come up with something cute for my one and also we have to ask obviously sophie is the most important person in your life so will she be playing a special role in your wedding day as well oh 110 percent. i she is obviously going to be flower girl that's pretty obvious i think tom's yeah. more excited to see her walk down the aisle than he is to see me. <laughs> before we actually had sophie um a wedding wasn't really our priority we never really wanted to get married and then once Sophie came along we we made that commitment to each other and to our family to have Sophie and now we really want her to witness the commitment that we're making and that we are committed to each other so she is a really important part of our day she's pretty much why this day is happening um because we really want her to witness that and look oh, back on it so, so beautiful and she should be walking by then as well so she should be able to walk down the aisles so cute oh yeah honestly it's all Tom thinks about he starts like getting all teary when he thinks about her walking down the aisle and I was like it's all right what about me (laughs) I love that that is daddy's girl to a (laughs) T We know you want to keep this um, a secret and a surprise and we totally respect that. And we just so grateful for you sharing everything that you have already and all those tips because we know that um, all the brides-to-be listening will get so much from that as well. Look, if it makes you feel any better, our guests don't even know where our wedding is. Oh, surprise location. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. They, they obviously know the area. They just don't know where. So how do you announce that to them? They'll be getting picked up at a spot. <laughs> well, so they won't know until they're there. Yeah, they won't know until they're there. And are you doing like a mobile phone? Are you doing a mobile phone ban as well? Or are you letting people bring their mobile phones and take photos when they're at the wedding? No, no mobile phones. So more so because I we have a wedding photographer. They, you know, be present, enjoy it. Don't worry about your phone. They can bring it, just no photos. Yeah, that's a great so idea. True. One of my pet hates is when you look back at a wedding and all the photos and everyone's got their phone out. Yeah. Like just put it down. Be present. Yeah, it's, it's um, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. We're also doing a theme for our wedding. So it's probably going to be a bit, bit Steph Claire Smith theme, quite pastely, think summer vibes, relaxed, enjoyable. 
No dark colours, no blacks, <laughs> light, bright. Is that a dress code for the guests as well? Yeah, dress code for the guests. I we want them to that. be relaxed. We want them to not feel like, you know, they have to get dressed up. The men dressed up in, you know, their suits and stuff like that. It's a very relaxed vibe. It's going to be hot. It's going to be no, you know, I said to the girls, don't worry about wearing heels. We'll probably take them off by the end of the night. Just enjoy. Be comfortable. Have fun. Oh, Tyler, you are a dream ride. <laughs> Honestly, you just sound, everything sounds so amazing. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us we can't wait we can't wait to see how it all pans out (laughs) perfect thank you so much girls really appreciate your time We also have something for you guys this week too. We do have a 10% discount on all our VIP planning packages and that includes conversations with our very own Ali. All you have to do is head on over to wedbooker.com and check out our affordable options. And of course, then you can work out which support package works for you and then add the code word WEDPOD. That's WEDPOD for your 10% discount. Well, we do hope you loved our chat with Talia. If you want to follow her journey, you can find her on the gram at Talia Jamili. As for us, you can also reach us via the gram using the handle Wedbooker. And if you want any advice from a wedding planner, I am always here to help. Find me at wedbooker.com alongside thousands of amazing wedding venues and suppliers that can help you create your dream day, plus inspiration and tips and tricks on planning your dream day. And next week, of course, we'll be back in your ears. We're going to catch up with Nadia Fairfax's favorite event stylist, Danny from The Make House. She also actually did my wedding too, and she is incredible. She is what Pinterest dreams are made of. So we'll catch you then. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Wedding Digest podcast brought to you by Wedbooker. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and let us know what you think by leaving a review. You can also find us on the gram at Wedbooker to start planning your dream wedding or for one-on-one wedding advice from Ali, head to wedbooker.com where you'll also find show notes and more info on any of our amazing guests and suppliers.